0: Welcome to the Dad's Downtime Thinking and Drinking podcast, the happy hour style podcast where a few guys get around, have a few drinks, and talk about what's been going on in their lives. I am Dave Stanley, and alongside with me, I have Steve Bassett and Tyler Cordell. Um, Steve, what are you drinking this week?
1: I am drinking uh, Rocket uh, Propulsion, uh, Double uh, double IPA.
0: Awesome. And Tyler? Thank you.
2: I'm drinking Super Fuzz from Elysian.
0: Oh, okay. A blood I, am drink, drink. I am drinking American Beauty Hazy Ripple IPA again from uh what is this? Dogfish head because I have not had I have not been around to actually drink any of the beer I have. So I've been traveling Dave again. Why so have yeah. you been
2: traveling, Dave?
0: uh because i'm an idiot and <laughs> i decided to buy a house about a thousand miles or so away without stepping foot in it so i had to go close on my house so now i can officially say even though i don't live there quite yet i am officially a texan after 34 years of being in the line i i am a texan now
2: how's your pale skin gonna work with that
0: i don't turn too bad actually <laughs> i don't That's good. i don't do too bad Plus, the, the uh, four days that we were down there, it was nothing but rain and gloomy clouds.
2: It was about that time of year, yeah, so...
0: Yeah. But no, it was not actually. Like I said it was earlier. Nice to actually, it was nice to actually get in the house for once and be able to see it and see what's going on with it. Yeah. Bit of cleaning to do, that kind of stuff. Some holes to patch, some repainting. But we are extremely happy. Um, got, some, got some furniture ordered. And uh, for the bedroom, we got a new bed. Uh, a nice sectional couch with three recliners. Um, it's modular, so we can move like the cup holders to the other side and then move one of the other seats to the opposite side. That's cool. Uh, electric recliners, and it's got built-in USBs. Fancy. I'm always going to be connected. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that's what I need. I don't, I don't know if that's a good <laughs> thing. No, it's not. It's it's a terrible thing for me. It's um, good to be
2: disconnected every
0: once in a while. <laughs> I wanted to buy a bedroom set, which would have been like a bed, a dresser, and a mirror for like 900 Oh Yet somehow my wife... Continue, decided to fall in love with the very first bed that she saw. <sighs> um, and we ended up buying a $1,500 bed, not a bedroom set, just a bed. Oh my Lord. Um, no mattress or anything, which we already have a mattress. Um, so $1,500 for a bed with, that's made out of reclaimed wood. Like awesome. It's reclaimed wood bed. is cool in her defense. It's, <laughs> I'll, I'll have to send you guys a picture. It's a beautiful bed. I bet, um, yeah. For $1,500 it better be. There's like a built-in bench made out of reclaimed wood at the foot of the bed. Oh, that's cool, yeah. So it's, it's really nice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we ended up not buying a new dining room set and we didn't buy any other furniture for the bedroom. And then we ended up spending more than we planned on spending for the living room for the couch, but we'll be happy with the couch at least. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's the gist of what's going been going on for me. Um,
2: Fifteen hundred dollar bet, golly. Yeah,
0: no, it's, I can't imagine. Yeah. That was a tough pill pill to swallow. I bet, yeah. Um, but yeah, turns. On... What's up? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say I can't fault you
1: for that because uh, my king size bed that I bought like over ten years ago was like twelve or thirteen hundred just for the yeah yeah. yeah.
0: But you it's know, one of it those things. Like you know what? Uh, I've got a nice. I've got a nice purple mattress. Purple. Send me another mattress. I'll plug you. Um, <laughs> send me one. Mattress. I would
1: love. I, we want to replace our bed, but we're not going to do that right now because you know.
2: Yeah, dude. Spent a lot
1: okay. of money already ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> ten years
2: for a bed is a long lifespan. So uh, yeah, life, it's, it's been life over
1: lifespan. ten years for ours. I mean, it's still in good condition. Yeah. It's just
2: um, my wife and I want a different bed, but it's got to be. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not no, it's going. Good. Yeah, I mean, it's good anymore. to replace your mattress every once in a while. Yeah, um, yeah a
0: Look, get get a purple mattress. Those things are fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, I've seen their and stuff, and I think they're they look pretty nice.
0: I we bought ours like first when when they first came out, like, and we've been in love with it. Probably will probably and like I don't see it like, gosh, we've had it for four years now. And I don't see us needing to replace it anytime soon. So that's nice.
1: I would hope not. I mean, like I said, mine is over 10 years old and it's just a pillow top, king size, you know, whatever. I would hope. I'd hope a purple uh, lasts longer than four years because it's like, yeah, I'm not buying that shit then. Right. I've got a
2: a pillow top queen and I've had that for going on five years now. I love that bed. It's a. Nice bed, but I could, I could go for another mattress if I wanted to. I, I a, will not buy another pillow top. Just,
1: no, I would not either. No, nope. I don't. I don't like the way that like our bed sheets don't stay on good. Um, oh it's yeah, popping up. You know, it, and and the thing is too, you know how with a lot of mattresses you can usually like let's say flip them the other way yeah, or whatever, do upside down. Yeah, because yeah. We,
0: like, we had a pillow top uh, king size mattress for a few years before we bought the uh uh purple and we got rid of it probably before the end of its lifespan or yeah lifespan because like we had created divots in it just from sleeping like that's one of the biggest downfalls of it's just like i don't want to deal with these divots
2: yeah and um you can always buy like the uh the pillow top inserts and stuff like that for Mm -hmm. um regular beds and stuff like that you can get like the uh, memory foam or like the gel cooling ones and stuff like that to just put on top of a normal bed too so
0: yeah but yeah go purple yeah that, i'll have to uh, i'll have to look into that weird, I decide that weird webbing that weird webbing that they got going on is really nice we even have purple cool. purple uh pillows
2: oh that's cool Man, talk, speaking of pillows, have you all have you guys seen those advertisements for like the cube pillows? Have you seen those
0: cube pillows? Yeah, I seen, yeah. Seen,
2: yeah, it's, it's, it's like an ultra sleeper. Design. Yeah, well,
1: it makes sense, but at the same time, it's I don't know. I mean, that guy, the guy. First of all, the guy
2: looks like a dork. Sorry, yeah. I'm gonna be kind of a, yeah. like a jackass. Yeah. Like, the guy looks like I
0: look. I look like a dork. Yeah, we, I, I mean, think
2: we all look like dorks, really. Yeah.
1: But then this guy, I don't know, he kind of just loses me right away. But he's like, hey, do you guys like the? I don't even remember commercial stuff, but I've seen them. It's an interesting design because it's supposed to, yeah, like I sleep on my side a lot too. I sleep on my side. Most of the time I just sleep on my back. But it's like it makes sense where it's like, okay, you're sleeping on your side and it's like normal pillows, you know, you're going to go like this or whatever. The cube is supposed to nestle in between like this space, which at the time, you know, if it's all – Said proper whatever it's like it's a 90 degree angle right. so it's like the cube is supposed to completely cradle all the points right. so your right. neck isn't sagging your, whatever your back your isn't isn't,
2: right your spine isn't exactly. getting disaligned it's, and stuff like
1: that makes sense it makes a lot of sense i just don't know what the cost is and say, ah, it's, it's expensive expensive. It? It's it's like, it's like expensive it's
2: like a hundred expensive it's like a hundred and twenty dollars for a pillow
1: that's stupid man. i'm not spending
2: much yeah, i don't care about my spine ridiculous. that much no, yeah, exactly. I will just go see a freaking chiropractor or something. My,
0: my scoliosis can handle it. We're good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll just, maybe, I'll just, maybe not take shots of people with scoliosis. I'll just sleep yeah, on I back. have
0: scoliosis. It's all right. Yeah, it's not major. But I mean, I'm six foot four. Yeah, I don't think you I don't. Get away if from I it. don't have, if I don't have it, there's probably something wrong with me. So, however. I will say, I probably have some of the least comfortable sleep in the world the other night. We got to sleep in our uh, new home for the first time. And uh, ended up just going out and buying an air mattress and some like $4 oh, pillows over man. at Target. Those are the worst. Yeah, it wasn't the great. I mean, it was a decent air mattress. It's just when you're sleeping on it with somebody else, it's like uh, every little movement. Right, yeah, you'll feel everything, yeah. And on top of that, we didn't buy or bring any blankets. Oh, man. So we we had our robes because we, we took a bunch of luggage down with us packed with like our winter clothes and stuff like that. So we basically used um, our robes as blankets. And like I said, I'm six foot four. So my robe basically covered uh, my legs. And even then, anytime I moved, it was just like... Right. It was like moving out of the... Robe. and It's like, all right, this is just a pain in the ass. So, Speaking yeah, not not so sleeping. much fun. We were
2: talking about side sleepers and stuff like that, and most of us sleep. We, well, I know Steve said it. You sleep on your on your back most of the time. I hate waking up sleeping on my chest. Oh, it's that, awful! It is the worst feeling in the world. It's uh, bad for, for your, your neck. neck. You sleep yeah. on your stomach. Yeah, I've only, I've only woken up that way a couple times. Every time I do, I get so mad because I can't stand sleeping on my chest.
0: So I, I have to, I have to fall asleep on my back and then throughout the night, I might like rotate to the right, rotate to the left. I might end up on my stomach at some point if there's like, Mm -hmm. if I'm having some sort of breathing situation or whatever, um, I I have to fall asleep on my back and it can't be like sprawled out like this or whatever. It's like I sleep like a, like I'm in like a coffin. Right. right yeah.
2: Arms to the side. Arms, yeah.
0: Arms down like down like to my sides, hands in my lap, just like stiff as a board, like straight coffin. I used I to, I, uh, I curl I used to, like, up wrap. on my side. I uh, see. I can't, I can't do that. I curl up on my side. Yeah. Maybe like through the middle of the night, I might like, like, rotate, rotate and like, curl up a little bit, yeah. But like, I used to like grab like the blankets, or I'll sleep like this with like my hand, like my, like holding the blankets up at my neck. And oh, I like man. I would I would grab the blankets, roll this way a little bit, um. So they would like kind of like fall fall behind me. Then I'd roll back this way, so they fall back behind me oh, again. Yeah. And then I'm just like sleeping like a cocoon coffin like this all night, right. Um, now, and now, now imagine a six foot four person doing that. Fan or no fan? Uh, I need some sort of noise. So whether it's like yeah. rain, like a rainmaker noise, or just outside noise, um, I have to have some noise. I'm
2: a
1: fan we person. A, we have a fan on at the house as well.
2: Yeah, I'm a all fan all person.
0: I can't do all it. All the,
2: I can't fall asleep without a fan.
0: All the, all the rooms except the kitchen have ceiling fans at my new house. Right, Some of them are squeaky, like the one in the master. So That would be weird if our
1: kitchen had a
0: uh, ceiling fan. That that would be really weird, but you never know. It's it's Texas.
2: Yeah, they do things weird in Texas. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to get one of those big-ass industrial fans. You know, the big-ass fans.
0: (laughs) We want to put a... um, We want to put a back patio on the house. Um, And because of how the slope of the house of the slope of the yard is we want to basically do the entire back of the house like the entire width of the house and then maybe go like eight feet deep probably cover at least half of it so we can have like a covered dining area out back yeah. um and then put a ceiling fan out there oh and yeah just so we can like just sit outside and let the kids play it's kind of like have what my-
2: this house has this house has mm-hmm. a uh, a full backboard it's it goes i think it's like
1: 20
2: feet i think okay. eh, maybe 15 i'm thinking about it probably about 15 feet um and then it's fully covered from side to side yeah. and sometimes i wish that it had that kind of like opening to it that way you could you know you can sit out in the sun if you want to um
0: yeah, I want, I want to put, like, the grills uh, or the grill and the smoker on, like, on one side away from uh, the dining area and kind of right. on the open and then put the yeah. dining area underneath the cover. Right.
2: Ceiling fans are a nice statue of a back porch, though. It's oh, yeah. nice yeah, to get That extra breeze on those non-breezy days. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Or just to sit outside and, like, even without the fan, just sit outside during a rainstorm or something. Oh, that's my so favorite. so nice.
2: That's my favorite.
0: What? Yeah, I have some in town, big storms to... in Texas,
1: especially southern. Yeah, well,
0: we were supposed to get hit, by, get hit by a bunch of storms when we were down there. We had some heavy rain off and on, but that's about it. it's a typical story of my life. Big storm is coming, and it splits around me. Oh,
2: yeah. That, well, that's Illinois, period. Yeah. Don't remind me yeah i steve and i, I would like you got some cool storms in illinois every once in a while you Which, just yeah, never really we're,
0: cool ones but never where we are yeah steve and i always like we were always complaining just like oh, storm's coming tornado's coming it's not gonna hit us right yeah just gonna split around us as you as always
2: it's like a weird area right there in northern Illinois. You either get really nasty weather when it's coming in, or you just don't get anything at all.
0: And We're just not far, far enough west, right? Like we need to go like another like I don't know, fifteen twenty miles west at least to have any chance,
1: right? I don't know. I mean, Plainfield, Joliet area, seems seem to get hit with some good storms.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: They're a little more south
2: and uh, east. Yeah, you start getting into that DeKalb area and then pushing past Rock area, Rockford. Is Rockford, Rockford gets some nasty storms. Oh, yeah.
0: Rockford yeah. gets rocked.
2: Yeah, yeah, they yeah. get some bad ones. I mean, you remember the Fairfield tornado um, back in God, I don't even remember when that was, but it leveled the entire town. Um, and that was that was an F five. It was massive, and it was like unheard of at the time. It's just usually storms don't quite hit the same way up here or up there that um that they do in, in most of the other areas like Iowa or you know, pushing down to Oklahoma and Missouri and stuff like that. And so when Fairfield got rocked a lot of people were shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um
0: looking forward to my looking forward to my first hurricane.
2: Oh
1: yeah.
0: I'll be,
2: I'll be jealous of you for the that.
0: Yeah, that'll be a cool one. I'm going go to go swimming with
2: those damn 90-mile-an-hour winds. Have fun. Go swimming in the street. I remember, so we had this really nasty um, Tennessee out in Gatlinburg. We had that really nasty uh, forest fire. I don't know if you guys ever heard about that. It was like four or five. No, years. no it was five. like four years ago, three years, four years ago. Yeah. I didn't it, was, it was my first year down here, so I think it was four years okay. ago. But it is this Dan, really— Dan, you've been down there that long already? Yeah, four years five years this year. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's been crazy. Time's flying by so fast, it's ridiculous. Um, but anyways, Gatlinburg gets hit by this really nasty windstorm and um I think it was like seventy five mile an hour winds. It's crazy. Um and I was working at climbworks at the time, that was a zip line company. And we couldn't take tours. And um one day we were up there finally when we got a little bit of a break from the wind um they're like yeah no we can send people up so we sent people up but the smoke smoke was so terrible and thick because there were forest fires coming in from like multiple areas and then uh we found out that gatlinburg got hit by a really nasty one ended up burning like yes. the whole side of a mountain ended up encroaching into like the actual city ended up burning into parts of pitch forge it's, like this really nasty forest fire and, um, yeah, dude, I couldn't I couldn't imagine any winds higher than what we were dealing with because the wind, as it was, felt ridiculous. I mean, it felt terrifying, feeling that, like, nature throwing that much wind at you. It's scary. And so I can't imagine what people deal with in hurricanes when you start getting those, like, 90 to 110, 120, 130. You know, that's just wild. I can't imagine.
0: Yeah, I'm going a, to a stay inside.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: well, um, yeah. I will bring as much furniture and valuable stuff up to my upper level or uh, we're, we're going to find evacuate. out
1: that you may be as I was gonna say you may need to uh, actually evacuate. So, uh, that's possible to too. Your, Part of the same time. Own. My brother has lived down in Houston um for well over 10 years now. And he's never once had to evacuate. So he's not was, affected yeah.
2: by uh Harvey. That, yeah, Harvey. That's crazy. Yeah, Harvey
1: really no. Harvey Houston. Was, no. I don't think Houston really gets hit. So, I think you're it's, in a
0: you're it's in the that, um yeah. So Harvey was a massive hurricane. Um, yeah, it was a big
2: one. But from There's my understanding of
0: the reason Katie flooded, which is on the west side of Houston, is because they had to like open up the levees and stuff like that. Right. Um but other than that, unless you're like in like that south east or southern area maybe even the eastern area uh the flooding is neg- is, is not bad compared to those areas like right. i'm i'm far northwest right like there's like the three there's like the three wing rings of highways or tollways and on houston and we're up on the outer uh highway i got you yeah it's nice so. that you're
2: close-ish to the city too though because houston's a cool city um
0: well that's that's the thing like my wife was surprised because like from where we are uh distance wise to uh houston it's fairly similar to where we are in distance to chicago chicago yeah but for us to get to, to chicago from here it's probably about an hour plus to right get downtown with houston like we were downtown and like 35-40 minutes.
2: Well, traffic's different in Houston. Traffic is like different I, in Texas, period, because I heard, your, your I heard traffic
1: is through the sh- roof. I thought I heard traffic was shittier in Texas.
0: Uh, we didn't have any issues, but it's hard to tell because of all the like reduced traffic just based on COVID and people not okay. having to go downtown. Because
1: I know people were saying, okay, yeah, you, you live anywhere near Austin area. It's like, you want to drive through the downtown Austin area? Oh, Austin is upper, it's like, Yeah, Austin's because yeah. it's like, oh, that'll take an hour and a half when it should take. 15, Austin, so minutes. when we
0: went when we went down there eight years ago on vacation, we wanted to stop somewhere on the south side of Austin, um, and we were coming from Dallas up north. And uh, we got to like the Austin city limits, and the highway like basically runs right through where um, uni- University of Texas is, and you get it into feels that area. A cool
2: concert though, if you ever.
0: Yeah. You get into that area though, and it's just stop and go traffic everywhere, even on the highway. It was awful. Houston, we had no problem though. Like, Houston has these frontage roads that run alongside the highways. And yeah, it's, it's amazing how traffic runs out there.
2: Well, their speed limits are way higher than what you guys deal with up there. Um, Not really. Not really. I know there was one road that I was on. When i was driving down there to visit um my ex's family we were on one road and the speed limit was 80 i think it was like 85 or something like that yeah, and i was like are you joking like how the hell are people doing this uh, I, I don't remember head. exactly what highway it was but i mean we we got on there and people were people were easily doing 100 and i was like Y'all
0: are i think crazy i think the the high, in in the Houston area, the fastest I saw was like maybe 65, 70. Right. At, at that.
1: Yeah. yeah probably was yeah. around Houston. I've seen, no. Um. I mean, I don't remember where I was. I don't think it was Texas, but I mean, I've seen plenty of speed limits where when I'm driving out west,
2: 85. They so you get you know, up know, there. 75, yep. 85. You get salt- up there. Salt Lake, if you go out towards Utah and stuff like that, yeah. it's like that. Because um their highways stretch for Ever and the the gas there they're are so few and far between, so you kind of need to drive fast if you're trying to get to from point A to point B. Like if you're doing a long drive and you need to get between gas stations, it's it's pretty rough. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we had to time our stops. We were driving from Chicago to Sacramento, California, so we had to drive through Utah. Ooh. And yeah, it's like a, I think it's like 31 hours. That's um... a yeah, it was rough. We stopped once. I think we stopped and slept once. Um but anyways we got we got to Salt Lake and we were on the interstate and uh it was like we were at one gas station, Is like the next gas station isn't for like a hundred and something miles. And I was like, Are you joking? <laughs> That's insane.
0: Yeah, I mean overall like I didn't see any differences in like gas prices down there. Um it really just felt like another Chicago, really. Just a oh, little yeah. like everything, all the uh, uh, like you just happen to come across a lot more like large plots of property because of the uh, farms and stuff like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ranches down there—they're—they're they're really cool to look at, though. I mean, like
0: oh, if you if you property go out, well, down there like, is gorgeous. If you go out like even further west, like in any direction, than uh, we are, like. I've driven through there before from Austin to Houston and you just come across, you go, you, you end up passing like a ranch. It's like, you see like the big ranch gates and everything. It's like, Oh, right. so that's, that's what a real ranch looks like.
2: Like, like family. Um, like, I like, not icons. What are they? Uh, like
0: symbols. The, yeah. I'm trying to think of yeah, like, the right the, word uh, for it. Yeah. It's the, the brand. uh, brand, the
2: brand. Yeah. Yeah it's really cool yeah and the iron work and those gates and stuff like that are just Mm -hmm. super cool they do a really good job on like um whatever metal workers they're hiring down there are just really good at what they do
0: i feel like if steve had like a brand like an iron brand or whatever he'd somehow turn the bee into like a giant penis of some sort probably yeah I, i could see him doing that yeah
2: well, obviously the B is just the balls.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: yeah, just, just Steve
0: cradling the, the
2: balls there.
1: Flip it on the side, let me throw a rocket ship in there, and we're all good. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs> throw a rocket ship yeah. in there.
0: Uh. All of a sudden, Steve is selling space meat or something, and <laughs> I mean, say know, they, Elon Musk, you better not come company
1: shit. Although actually, I will sell that uh, idea to Elon Musk. He's a billionaire.
2: <laughs> True.
1: Dude's got, that.
2: dude's got his <laughs> own rocket ship. He doesn't need yours. Dude, <laughs> but this is dude's
0: dude, already, the, already got a He's Tesla there.
2: He's already got a Tesla too, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> where's, where's, where's Where's that thing anyway? Where's no idea where that thing is. That thing is just like lost in space.
0: Yeah, there's there's a car fly, floating around space somewhere. The aliens already got was it.
2: It's just chilling in Earth's orbit. It'll come back. Don't worry. It's got auto the, auto drive on. <laughs> the aliens already got it. Yeah, probably.
1: They abducted it. They're already yeah. penetrating and probing
2: it. Yep. All jokes aside, Elon Musk is like, is the turn of a generation for real. Like, the intelligence level on that man is
0: ridiculous. Um, all jokes aside, that motherfucker hey. needs to uh, get this Dogecoin back up because it's fucking hurting right now. <laughs> what is
1: it at, Dave? What is it
0: what at? It's down to 30 cents a share. Woo! I'm going to get it. Now would be a good, be a good time. 30,
1: 30 bucks into it, right? In, fuck it, dude. I'm going to do it right now. Robin Hood.
0: Robinhood. Uh, don't do, don't do Robin Hood.
1: Where am I going to get it from?
0: Uh, find a different place like Coinbase or something.
1: I don't know what that is. I've got I've got shit in Robin. I've got thirty dollars invested. I mean, I have a hundred dollars right. invested in Robinhood right now. But
0: All right, then do Robinhood, that's what, <laughs> I mean, that's where mine is right now. It's just I don't know when they're going to give you actual access to use your coins.
1: What, what like what do you mean use your coins? See, I don't so know anything about
0: coins. <laughs> with Robinhood, you hold a share of mm-hmm. a coin, basically. With uh, other places you can act- you actually own the coin, so you can go and take that coin um, and spend it on stuff that accepts Dogecoin or whatever. Um, Robinhood doesn't have that yet, quote unquote. Yet, who knows when the hell they're actually going to get off their assets and actually set that up? So right now, all you can do is just sell your shares of Dogecoin back to Robinhood or whatever, which. Uh...
1: All I all I want is... I mean, you're going to have to hold it for a year minimum anyway. Otherwise, you're going to get hit with nasty fees and shit. Probably. Um, uh, I'm not looking to sell immediately. I'm looking no,
0: to I, ultimately gain some money and then... I'm know. looking to sit on my Dogecoin for like 10 years or so.
2: You know, people are feeling real stupid for not buying into Bitcoin when that first, when oh, that I first know. craze started out because like, Everybody thought cryptocurrency was like stupid. I remember when Bitcoin first came out, and I like I was like, "What the is cryptocurrency? Y'all are out of your minds!" Like, right. I, like, I remember hearing about it, and I was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of." And now, like, you look at it, and it's like, "Well, shit, man!"
0: I showed or ten, 10 years, Bitcoin. <laughs> ten years ago, you could have bought an, like I saw an ad earlier, like yesterday. It's like ten years ago, you could have purchased two large pizzas for ten thousand Bitcoin. Imagine buying two large pizzas because you had 10,000 Bitcoin. Right. And then seeing what, like, even with how Bitcoin has kind of, like, dropped back down a bit over these past it's few days. It's still worth a lot. though. Right. Like, 10,000 Bitcoin at 36,000. What is that? 36,000 right now? Um, Just shy of 34,000. 10,000 Bitcoin. That's ridiculous. To have that. Yeah. Thirty four thousand dollars per Bitcoin. Right, I would feel stupid as shit. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I don't like. I have my Dogecoin and everything. I don't know enough about cryptocurrency. That's what I'm
2: saying. Cryptocurrency is so lost on me that I wouldn't like. I don't. I don't even try right now because it's like I know that I'd get into it and I'd be like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like when I
0: when I bought into it, it was. Dogecoin was like four and a half cents a share. Um, I was like, you know what? I've got $16 from this free uh, share of Cleveland Energy or whatever from like a year ago. I'll take that. I'll take 20 bucks out of my own pocket. I'll buy $36 worth of Dogecoin. That gave me like 700 plus shares. We'll see what happens. If If I don't make anything, then I lost 20 bucks. If I do make something, then I'm sitting pretty. Right. Check time, Dave. Uh, how long has it been?
1: <sighs> we're, at we are 50, at,
0: we're at 52 right now. Um, uh, we're at no. 30 minutes on this episode. Okay, cool. Just, so we can wrap this up here because, yeah. Uh, so as usual, thanks for watching and listening to the Dad's Downtime Thinking and Drinking podcast. You can find us on Twitter and on Facebook at, at Dad's Downtime. Uh, be sure to find us on YouTube. Which, if you're watching this, you've already found us. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Any feedback comment. is any feedback is wanted. Feedback, whether it's good, whether it's bad, we need to know what we're doing that uh, can make you guys happy and make you guys want to watch and enjoy our content content more. So until next week. Thanks. Bye. Thank you.